and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast. Brought to you by the Shepherd Express, I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which when we're not in a horrible, awful global pandemic, is a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. I am so excited that our guest this week is the hysterical Kristen Bry from As Goes Wisconsin. Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. All right. So we have some updates on Michael Gableman's ongoing taxpayer-funded right-wing investigation into Donald Trump's fever dream big lie that the 2020 election was stolen. So last week, after being sued under open record laws, Gableman finally, finally, and quietly released some of his documents on this very, very serious investigation. So one such document, which is full of typos, by the way, lists a bunch of people who work for either the Wisconsin Election Commission, local cities, or voting rights groups who Gableman clearly thinks are up to no good. Just to show how serious he is, he broke the workers into three separate categories. And I promise I'm not making this up. Category one, super spreaders. Category two, (laughs) cross pollinators. And category three, liberally deplorable. I'm shocked there wasn't like stinky stealers or crooked crooks or dirty dogs or something like that. So he's using taxpayer money to check out social media, LinkedIn pages of these workers to see if any of them are, quote, Democrats. Ah, and it turns out some of them actually are because, you know, here, I thought only Republicans were ever allowed to work on elections, right? So here's what Gableman wrote about one IT worker in Milwaukee that he labeled as liberally deplorable. I'm reading from the document. I promise I'm not making this up. Quote, she shows no overt signs of rampant partisanship. Good. Number two, LinkedIn is clean. Great. Number three, Facebook is clean. Great. Okay, so you thought we're out of the woods here. Hold on to your hats, folks. We're going to skip down to number five. There are indications that she's probably a Democrat. What are these indications? There's five of them. Number one, I'm not making it up, has a weird nose ring. What is even a weird nose ring? Like in the shape of Joe Biden? Does she have her septum pierced? (laughs) Right, exactly. Who knows? I feel like, because of course Gableman doesn't know what a septum is versus (laughs) like an actual just normal nose ring. And so that's like, what else would make it weird Weird. unless it's massively oversized for her face? Yeah, uh, I have no idea. Uh, Number two, colored hair in some pictures, because clearly no Republicans or Fox News anchors ever color their hair. Um, oh, of course, there's no, there's no gray. There's no gray to cover in any of these like geriatric people that are running our country. Uh, number three, my favorite one, loves nature and snakes. Clearly, she's a devil worshiper is what he's trying to say here. Uh, but also, every millennial knows that uh, loving snakes does not make you a Democrat. It makes you a Slytherin. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Team Hufflepuff. All right. And uh, <laughs> number four, uh, lives with boyfriend and they own a house together, but not marry. Because, again, only Democrats live in sin, sin. right? Yeah, exactly. Live in sin. And uh, number five, uh, plays video games. Because clearly he's never heard of Gamergate, right? The whole thing is just wild. Kristen, what's your take on all this? I mean, I saw this headline. I think it was Patrick Marley. I first saw it on Twitter and Patrick Marley tweeted out. And I just was so dumbfounded that I couldn't even think of a good joke <laughs> at first. I'm just like, because I'm not, I don't play video games. I don't, uh... I don't love snakes. Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, I live okay in nature. I do live with my. I do live with my fiance and sinner. Uh, but I was like, 
just the 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 like the absurdity that these things like these superficial surface level things are the like indicators of what our political alignment are is right. so crazy but i thought we played a little game Ooh. and um i'm gonna list some things out and you tell me if these hobbies interests characteristics life choices um make someone a republican or a democrat okay so, republican or democrat all um, right let's do this a ferret breeder <laughs> ferret breeder um I think, you know, I think clearly that's a Democrat, right? Ferret breeder. I mean, no, no Republican would have a ferret. Only, only, only dogs and cats and, and uh, wombats. Yeah, clearly it's a Democrat because ferrets are basically the mammal version of snakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Um, a Prince Albert piercing. <laughs> Prince Albert piercing. Oh, man, that, that's, that's got to be. That's like, a, that's like a DSA member there, right? That's, a, that's what we're thinking, right? Nope, Republican, closeted, oh. repressed, sex maniac. Ah, yeah, no, I guess it makes sense. I, you know, again, I, I maybe you know, I, I, I'm apologizing to Gableman. I, sh- I should have, I, you know, you shouldn't judge a book Gableman by their, totally by their has piercing. Prince Albert piercing, and we just don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, has a Bible passage tattoo on their rib cage. Ooh, now if it was on their arm, I think Republican, but rib cage, maybe, maybe Democrat. Well, you're on the right track. It is a Democrat because it's a little bit of a trick question because it's a New Testament passage and Jesus was a socialist. Uh, right. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. All right. Nice. Okay. Good. Good. And rich people. (laughs) Um, They live with their mother. They live with their mother. Um, Millennial. Um, Fair. Yeah. uh, uh, Mother, I'm going to go with Republican. Yes, because look at Glenn Grothman. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> um, has a drinking problem. Drinking problem. Oh, geez. Uh, comedian. I mean, uh, let's go. Let's go Republican. Well, I said I said pretty much anyone who follows Wisconsin politics too closely. Mm-hmm. So both yeah. sides of the aisle, really, and just Wisconsinite in general. I- I'm drunk right now, so <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had. I thought uh, we could probably come up with more. Some other ones are like like Sudoku champion. I thought it could be a good one, <laughs> right. or uh, yeah. And so, but the the artificial nature of what makes someone seemingly uh, a partisan hack is... makes makes you a partisan hack, actually. Yeah, and that's the thing that I think is so it's like the whole idea of like spot it, you got it. Mm-hmm, right. Because right? he is clearly a partisan hack. Like right. he is clearly so like on a witch hunt and is is so uh centered in his conservative big lie bullshit. Yeah. That like he knows how biased you can be, obviously. And so he is just trying to find any clues to people who could be as biased as him because to do this work, obviously in his mind you have to have an angle yeah i think i mean it's just the the fact that there was the the wall street journal who is the most right-leaning still reputable newspaper out there their editorial this week was basically like in a what should be a landslide year wisconsin republicans are really just trying to lose yeah yeah and fingers crossed that's what they do because uh that's it's Johnson or any of the governors uh, are really, really frightening ideas. So, uh, so Kristen, another aspect of the podcast is actually a discussion of the art of comedy. What I've been asking uh, comics lately is how you know we're kind of in this up and down part of the of the the, the pandemic. We're 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 kind of lowering down right now. How's COVID and comedy treated you in the last say few months or so? You know, it's been it's been interesting because I feel like since we last 
spoke. Mm -hmm. uh, I have gotten the opportunity to be em employed by W2MJ, which is not always known for its uh, being funny. <laughs> but I'm on there from eight to nine every morning, like to close out the, the last hour of the morning news. I'm doing stuff at Journal Sentinel. Uh, I'm doing like the new, the public affairs show over at CW18 slash My24. So while none of those are overtly comedy, mm -hmm. they are political and I have been tapped to be able to try to bring some humor to them, yeah. um, which has been fun. And it's, it, it, it has been a challenge because uh, to, to find that balance of on someone else's platform or someone else's outlet to infuse humor, especially when the audience may or may not be expecting that because that's not what they traditionally get from those uh, Sources. media yeah. companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting, but I feel, obviously I feel very fortunate to be able to bring whatever flavor of political comedy that I try to do and mixed with information to a variety of different local sources because uh i still maintain i think the new york times i just read it i did I, re, I retweeted it i forgot who wrote it but um basically saying the power of comedy when it comes to politics and when it comes to news and i think we saw that so clearly once again after not having a white house cor uh, correspondence dinner for the last couple of years and having trevor noah do it this weekend and seeing how powerful and like truth-telling comedy can be when it comes to holding people accountable and not just making people angry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so if people want to find you uh, and all the work you do, where can they find you on social media and the interwebs? The interwebs. Uh, so you can find, I'm on everything, but uh, my personal accounts on Twitter and Instagram are at Kristen Bry, K-R-S-T-I-N-B-R-E-Y. Uh, but you can also find As Goes Wisconsin, which is where I do more of my Wisconsin politics humor and less of my, oh, I'm getting married and my per personal life and all the other things that I, you can find on my my personal uh, <laughs> personal outlets. But Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, I, am, I am out there. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you so much for what you're doing and thanks for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 46 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.